The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast are those of the host slash guest and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any of BXR entities and those they represent. Good evening. It is Happy New Year time. It's the first Friday of 2023. Damn, say that three times real fast. I just got used to saying 2022. Happy New Year, y'all. It's January 6th. This is the Skyline Radio Talk Show on Be Exposed Radio. I am your co-host, Skyline Mark. Co-host Marie Starr is still MIA. Um, keeping her in my thoughts and prayers. Pray for her and her family. Keep them there. Love and peace and, and, and blessings. And hopefully she will be back soon. What's up, Miss Leticia Higgs, my special guest co-host? Hey, everyone. It's so good to see you in this beautiful year. Great year starting out. I pray that all of you have been having a great year so far. How you been, Mark? I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm beyond blessed. Awesome. God, is, God is good and God is fabulous. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> What's up, y'all? We got a very special guest tonight. She's no stranger to the Skyline Radio Talk Show. Give it up to Miss Balan. Hey, y'all, hey, y'all, hey, y'all. 2023. Hey, Mark. What's going on? What's going on? Life, baby, life, baby. What's going on, Miss Letitia? Everything is gravy. I love it. Everything is going on. I'm I'm still trying to get used to saying 2023. Like, I can't tell you how many times I put 2022 on my, on some paperwork. <laughs> I was just about to say that. I can, I can say it, but I can't write it. <laughs> so when I went back, so I do like accounting, um, I swear my job thinks that I can do everything. Accounting is not my job, but it's kind of, it landed on my plate. And so I was doing the um, worksheet and I got everything done. I'm talking about hundreds of line items and I put 22 on everything. Oh, oh, so you had to go back and do it all. Oh, oh. Oh, oh my gosh. That, oh. I think it was worse the second time around, to be honest with you, because it wasn't like all over. I just had to go back and type in where I put the two, two backspace, backspace, backspace three, backspace three, backspace three. Oh, <laughs> my like, God. Oh. Yeah, I'm still hey, like, I'm, 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 but I'm excited for this year. I and I know it's going to be a wonderful year for me. You know, when I I'm going to be having some big announcements. I don't know what they're going to be yet. But I'm going to have some big announcements on Skyline. I'm going I'm to have some big announcements for you guys. I just, just don't know what yet, but they're coming. I'm just like, I, I, need, I need a glimpse. I need a, just a. <laughs> yeah, it's everybody. I mean, it's just, I just feel like this is, this is this my. This is the year. This is my year. This is my quantum leap year. This is my year, baby. This is my year. This is it. 
Yeah, I agree. I agree. Twenty twenty three is gonna be a, a, a fabulous year. I'm right there with you, Letitia. Um, I do know, however, a few of my big announcements. I'm not gonna hint to anything yet, but okay. I'm actually gonna make a big announcement regarding the Skyline Radio Show um, this month. Um, I'm gonna get with the producer, and we're gonna discuss some things. And then I'm gonna make the announcement. Um, um, I gotta get with him. I gotta get with Marie Star. Find out if she's coming back or not. If she is, bet. Um, cause she 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 um compliments the show. Um, she's she brings a different vibe, just like you bring a different vibe. Um, I appreciate the last few months you you stepping in for um um i got a i got big announcements coming up uh by the time the spring gets here with the with the skyline foundation um yeah it's 2023 is gonna be busy it's gonna be full of of fulfillment um Mm -hmm. Trying to get back the the foundation back to what it once was with with every every week events for the homeless um, with our community community initiatives in D.C. and Baltimore, getting Dover, Delaware back on track, um, starting our our cleanup detail around the waterways of of um, Harbor East, Fells Point. Yeah, I just talked to someone. I don't remember what organization he's with um, for Baltimore City, but um, he was like, yeah, when you're ready, call me and uh, we will assist you. And I was like, that's God all day. All day. Um, mm-hmm. God is fabulous. Praise God all day, every day. Um so yeah, let's let's jump into this show because because yeah, yes, I'm excited. Balan here, she ain't no stranger. She been she been in the neighborhood once or twice. Um, it's been a few years since since we've chopped it up. What's what's good? What's what's going on with you? Um, <clears throat> skipping out on on a DMV, going down to the A. Now you're in Tampa. Tell us a little about yourself before we jump into this. So first of all, we're not just going to say years like it's been a century or even a decade because you're not going to make me seem like I done aged, okay? Hey, look, hey, look, hey, look, I ain't nothing but twenty nine ninety five plus tax. Oh, Lord, I'm done. Twenty nine ninety five plus tax, and I, I must be $25.94. <laughs> <Ain't okay, baby. laughs> anyway... Lord, my whole setup is just falling everywhere. I got a whole little ring light going on. I tried. I tried. That's all I can say is I tried. Nothing is can try but to fail. <laughs> um, but what's been going on with Balan? So, man, life. Life is good. Um, COVID happened. And to be honest with you, I can't even say that it was a bad thing. I know, um, you know, it kind of rocked us. Um, however, for the entrepreneurs and the visionaries, um, and creative. for those, the, yeah, the creatives, I mean, it unlocked 
so many doors and um, mm-hmm. for people who were just scared to like step out and or just comfortable in their like security, their safety net. Um, it allowed us a little bit of freedom. Um, it was like, well, how do I make a dollar, <laughs> you know? And people were able to like really, really get creative, you know? Um, you couldn't, I ain't saying everybody stopped shopping Louis Vuitton, but, uh, <laughs> you know, we got a little more, a little more fiscal, a little tighter with our, with our funds, I'll say. Um, and started shopping more local. You know, you started seeing like local boutiques popping up, a lot of um, online shops. I tapped into my body butter. Okay. You know, um, so I launched a whole business. I launched a um, body care line. It's a 100% completely natural body care line. Um, body butter, soap, uh, lip balm. I'll be launching some more stuff throughout the year. Um, okay. Yes, and it's uh, Love Beyond Body Care. Mm. So we will be uh, dropping the web. Well, website is already out there, but y'all can't get in because it's password protected. But it will be launching uh, February 14th. Um, I got a special little Valentine's Day surprise for everybody that comes through. So it's Love Beyond bodycare.com love is l-u-v-v because i'm different and my mama say i'm always extra but side note she named me after a character on the soap opera like what did you think that i was gonna turn out to be (laughs) wow a whole drama queen okay (laughs) not i don't entertain drama but like you know i'm baby i'm a soap opera Good man. Well, I'm not gonna tell y'all where my mama got my name from. I'm gonna leave that alone, but because <laughs> that name is from embarrassed. Lucy. Say it again. Where you got your name from, Lucy? No. I got mine from the bold and the beautiful. I'm... <laughs> oh my goodness. My mom, my mom thought she it was from a television show and she thought the character name was Letitia. Letitia. I forgot how she pronounced it, but it wasn't it. And the nurse, I guess the nurse was just like, yeah. Yeah, okay. And then gave it, gave, wrote down the name instead of giving me the one that she thought it was, which I thank God for that nurse. But anyway, because <laughs> it would have been something else that's so embarrassing. But what made you get into, um, you know, body care, body, body butter and things like that? So I am very, very particular about what I use on my skin, um, as well as the food that I put into my body. Um, when I go shopping, first of all, it's hard to find a hundred percent natural product. Everybody got some type of additive, some type of filler, and I get it, you know, we want to make profit and products are expensive. I understand, but I'm not willing to compromise mm, and I need what I what? need. It's fun not to cut you off, but it's funny you said that because you know that um, feminine wash um, that uh, what was it called, um, honey pot. And okay, so Mark, you don't know nothing about this because you don't have a vagina. So, <laughs> or do you? It's twenty three. <laughs> let me. Let me, but, let me you know, know, honey pot was started off. The honey pot um, 
started off all natural and things like that. And I, and it wasn't about mid year they started changing their formula or something like mm-hmm. that. And mm-hmm. now it's just like I tried the new one and it don't work. I I and not that it don't work. It's just it's not good for me. I just it wasn't my body did not react well to that. It the additives. It's the chemicals. It's all the fillers. Like granted, again. Products are expensive, mm-hmm. um, especially if you gonna go like completely natural. I can say I'm about to look weird. I don't even care. Screw it. I can honestly say for my body better, I ain't gonna take too much. But y'all can see that, right? Mm-hmm. I put it on my hand. I turn around. I put it on lips. <laughs> I can lick my lips, <laughs> like. I can eat it. It's one hundred percent. Like, ain't nothing in there that you can't use on its own. It's really, really disturbing to me, and I don't mean to get too, too deep into like politics and like stuff like that. But the FDA actually allows for a certain amount of toxic or toxins and poisons to be in products and in food as long as it does not exceed a certain percentage. Exactly. They allow for it. Mm. And you don't have to put it on your product label because (laughs) it's allowed. Wow. Processed food. People rely on processed food and in the next 20, 30, 40 years, the, the life expectancy of people is supposed to dramatically drop. Mm. If your meat expires after a certain amount of days, why can it sit in on a shelf in a can in, in, in fluid that you have no idea what's in that fluid for months at a time? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Mm. It's so funny that we're talking about this because I was just looking, I didn't get a chance to finish, but literally before we got on here, I was looking at a documentary about Dr. CB. Do you guys mm-hmm. know who he is? Mm-hmm. Yes. And so I was looking at that documentary about, you know, um, you know, just how he just was able to cure different diseases just using plant-based, uh, I guess I don't want to say medicine, but I guess like just plant-based. All natural right. remedies. Yeah, yes. Remedies, remedies. Yes, that's what I'm trying to think of. Thank you. And it just it's just interesting. It's interesting we having this conversation. Yeah, that's like that's exactly why I jumped into it. Um, you know, we had the whole thing with African American women and relaxers, right? And them what we have been using them 20, 30 years. And now all of a sudden causing leukemia it's causing cancer i know in the last couple of weeks i've been hearing like you know if you use such and such you may be entitlement (laughs) entitled to a set it's like and i'm like oh my god i'm so i mean i went natural back in early about 2005 but i'm now i'm scared because i'm (laughs) right i went natural back in 2000 and 10 up under this okay because i keep me a just slay (laughs) 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 only 
Um, you might catch me on a natural day, you know, in, in between my units. But um, 2010 is when I went natural. And it took me so long. I think I did a big chop maybe three or four times before I actually got to my actual natural textured hair. Wow. Like, I'm like, yo, was that not like in me? I <laughs> Yes. And then y'all don't have to go through all that. The relaxing. Mark might Mark look like he might have a relaxer in his beard. What's up, Mark? Mm -mm. If it ain't if it ain't avocado, water based something, and nah, ain't nothing going up in this. I'm like, we got mm -hmm. avocado based uh relaxers. Uh, no, ain't no, nah, mm-mm. <laughs> no chemicals allowed. That's why I don't dye it no more. Cause dyes are are it's a chemical. That's why my beard's so white. Cause it killed off the natural color. I'm dark around my mouth because I kept that area more trim than anything. So it didn't kill off my natural color. But everything else is predominantly gray. You got a little bit of of color underneath. You know what I'm saying? Got this ombre look going. I'm I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. <laughs> Hey. Have you um? Isn't henna natural? Huh? Isn't henna all natural? Henna? Like you when people get that henna on their hand and stuff like that. Oh, I don't I, know. I've seen, I've seen, um, the ink. Some of them use like man-made ink, but then I seen, I think they were really uh, uh original um, the original dyes of you know yeah. from the plant and stuff like that. Yeah. It, I guess it depends on where you where you're going to or who you're going to to get it done. Because I love getting those. I love getting those, but I don't want the ink. I want the real, the real, yeah, yeah stuff. Yeah, yeah. About like henna dyes. I'm at the age. A coffee dye. <laughs> I'm at the age that um, yeah, I I, I need not be dying this no more. Boy, you said you ain't nothing but twenty nine ninety nine plus tax. What you talking about? Um, that's Chicago tax, not Maryland. Maryland cries over six <laughs> percent. Chicago sales tax is anywhere from eleven to fifteen percent. Oh my gosh! Watch this. Watch this. Pack of cigarettes in the DMV is what seven, eight, nine, ten dollars. Pack of cigarettes in Chicago is twenty five dollars. And that's fine. Man, you smoke them, you gonna die. Like I, I mean, that's that's fine with me. Target them forty five dollars because they don't need to be smoking them no way. But I'm so glad I don't that's, smoke. That's a whole nother conversation. Um. Anyway, like the, the cost. Of what about like some clothes though? What about clothes? Like, what's that price system like? So if I pay thirty dollars for a shirt in V, how much am I gonna pay for that same thirty dollars shirt in Chicago? It depends because it might not be the same shirt. It might be a different brand. I just said the same shirt. You might not find the Don't same. Don't be shirt. difficult. Do not. I'm not, I'm not being <laughs> difficult. Just like being in the DMV, I can't come to Tampa and find the same the same outfit that's in the DMV. First of all, Florida is like ten years behind the, the Northeast. Don't look at me in that tone of voice. You Watch and I both mouth, know. Sir. Look, you and I both know Florida. Watch your mouth, sir. <laughs> I'm just saying. At least for the smell clean. <laughs> and look, I ain't gonna argue with you there. 
Lord have mercy. <laughs> Go outside and smell the beach, not a sewer. Hey. hey. <laughs> Look, oh, I'm oh, I don't care. I don't go to the beach no way. You ain't got nothing to go to. It don't make no sense. Um, we got like eight, ten beaches, if not more, in Chicago. Never been. DMV, first of all, we ain't talking about Chicago, and it's always I'm, cold. I'm, in Chicago. I'm not going go to the beach water. in Chicago. You look dumb going to the beach in Chicago. No, you don't, because it gets hot as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Say something. Something. When? <laughs> I can't. You know, I will come on there and fight you. Stop playing with me. <laughs> Bring it. You ain't ready. But you're not. I will oh, gracefully bow out. I will gracefully bow out. <laughs> I will gracefully bow out before I yank you by your beard. Come on, come on. Because you ain't, re- you ain't, you you're not ready. I'm trying to yeah. tell you. I'm trying to spare you. Oh, I'm scared. I'm gonna have to grease you up in some of this body butter. I'm gonna have to be like, just gotta take my earrings off. You know what I'm saying? Put my Vaseline on. Man, oh, I'm doing what? all that for you. Yeah. <laughs> so where I'm gonna roll that little head. I'm running a little head like you're a little chihuahua. Like, <laughs> what inspired okay. the uh, sense so that you have? <laughs> what inspired um, the sense that the different sense that you have for your body butter? Honestly, it was weird. So colors inspired my sense. Um, so this one is strawberry kisses. I don't know if y'all can. See, it's like a pink and a red, kind of, or pink and a dark pink. Mm-hmm. But um, so I have strawberry kisses. There's evergreen blaze, which is a frankincense and tea tree oil, and it's more geared towards my men. Um, which I have stuff for y'all too, so don't think <laughs> you hear that, Mark? You gotta check that out. <laughs> you gotta rub some on their head, baby. Made that ball head nice and shiny, nice and smooth, honey. Mr. Yes, Clean. <laughs> it shines. Yo, I'm gonna need you to do a parody on Mr. Clean. Come on. Hey, you need to see that in 23. Hey, Fly Santa. Me da- Fly me down to yes. Tampa. Let's do it. I'm with it. We bringing that Santa in July. Come on. Right, don't do need to worry about it. Let's do it. Um, but yeah, colors. I am, um, I'm a big fan of, like, bright colors. I love neons and, um, like, bright blue, bright pink, bright green, um, anything that pops. Even if you see me on, like, a regular day, if I got on all black, my shoes probably lime green. (laughs) Or, you know, I got on a random bright purple bracelet, you know, something just to set the tone off. Um, even now, I'm, I'm basically black and white, but I'll be doing if I ain't put a little diamond on my <laughs> This extra, extra for no reason. No, it's not. I must say that. Everybody need a little extra. Everybody need to have a little extra. <laughs> Yeah. I embrace it. Some people call it borderline crazy. I think I should get a check with a 
One day I will. So how did you bring in a new year? Honestly, in my bed. So I was looking at Netflix. When I okay, so I was on my way to an event. I'm not gonna lie, I was on my way to an event and it was a car accident. Mm. It was around like seven o'clock. And I was like, Y'all dropping like this already. I ain't doing it. I'm trying to be here for 23. Mm. My little tail back around. My little text messages like, Y'all have a great old time. The line going on home. And so I had my little, my little mocktail. And um, yeah. It was a Netflix night, honey. Like, <laughs> me and Netflix have become best friends. The documentaries ain't nothing like them. Right. I love watching documentaries. I think me I'm a too. nerd, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. You know what you I'm like watching? I've, I've gotten into watching a lot of LMN um, movies. Who? L-M-N. I'm like, what? L-M-N. Is it L-M-N or L-N-M? Lifetime Movie Network? Yeah. For real? Yep. I got one issue, but I ain't gonna say that on the air. I got one issue with it. I, I can't say that on the air. Oh. It wouldn't be politically correct. Oh, okay. Um, but they, they have a lot of interesting movies that, believe it or not, this stuff literally depicts what goes on in society. Is there a killer in our neighborhood? Um, things that go on in high schools with cheerleaders. To be See, the I, cheerleader. I think I'd be too scared to watch my lifetime movies because I would be looking at everybody with a side eye. like. <laughs> Girl, well, the way nighttime movies are, it's like you just like it's just everything looks so hunky dory on the outside, and then before you know it, it's like you know this person is a killer and they doesn't kill. Like it, it, it's just like real crazy. It's, I don't know. I'm just I don't know. It just seemed like I would just look at everybody from the for the side eye for but that it's, one. It's like the world we live in. Like I don't know if you've heard or talked to anyone back home, Tisha, but like. In the last 72 hours, if even oh. happened, seven, seven teenagers, seven high school kids been shot. One died. Yeah, I've heard about that. I heard about that. And that's so oh, yeah. sad. I, that's so sad. So, okay. So they were going after one of them and then the other ones were caught in a crossfire or somebody just randomly opened fire. I don't know. I don't know. The... The mass shooting was today, Friday. Oh, was oh my gosh! That was Wednesday. Um, five kids from Emerson High School went to Popeyes over Emerson Village, and five got shot. One sixteen-year-old died. And then this afternoon, um, uh, a girl was shot in the back, and a boy was shot in the ankle. From what the reports are saying on the news in South Baltimore. Hmm. 
teenagers so, in South Baltimore? All, all, all seven kids are, are teenagers. A uh, seventeen-year-old girl was shot and killed. Um, you can, you can, you can patch in, Mr. Producer. Was that New Year's Eve or New Year's Day? I don't know if he can hear me. Um, but yeah, so since New is either New Year's Eve or New Year's Day, a seventeen-year-old girl was shot and killed. So since since the festivities of New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, eight kids have been shot, two died. Mm. Wow. And I'm not going to be like the, the next person and be like, when is enough enough? I'm like everybody else. I can't keep saying that. I can't keep asking that. Because if I hold my breath, I might get a better answer than what the politicians are saying. So like what if, and the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. It makes you wonder if they're trying to find a solution or ways to get this, you know, under control. So have they found a suspect or anything yet? Nope. In any cases? Nope. Uh, well, case? the, the New Year's Eve, New Year's Day with a with a girl. I'm not sure about that. I haven't heard the latest. The five kids from Wednesday shooting, um, they have photos of two possible suspects running, one with a gun. But, you know, everyone wears masks. Um, so it's like, you know, like, like that's, that's the big thing with COVID. Everyone got so in tune with wearing masks. It's like if I go commit a crime, let me put a mask on because ain't no one going to look at me any different than the next person. Right, right. Um, so it's it's crazy. You wow. know, and, 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 you know, it's it's not just Baltimore. It's it's every city, every town in this country. And my cousin uh, the day before Christmas Eve. Mm. Got uh, 16 years old, got robbed at a gas station. Broad wow. daylight. Wow. It's, it's insane. It's, it's, it's completely insane. Everyone's like, it's the wild, wild west. No, it ain't. The wild, wild west was never this damn bad. And, and I mean, not to, I don't mean to cut you off, but in, in like, definitely not to condone violence or anything like that. But I remember, like, back in the day, back in the day, like, if there was an issue, you know, the streets knew bring the kids in the house, you know, um, eight o'clock is going down, you know, on such and such, like, make sure y'all ain't here or whatever, whatever. Um, the OGs were respected, you know, it was a different, it was a different game. Like, if you had an issue with somebody or, like, they had issues, issues stayed over there, and they were resolved over there. Um, Even down to friends. I mean, I'm not even going to lie. Like, I definitely <laughs> laid some hands back in the day with some of my closest friends, but it was about respect back then. Principle. It was like, yeah, I'm gonna knock you out right here, right now. But uh, after this is over, <laughs> we gonna dap it up. We gonna hug. We gonna have a conversation, and don't do that again. Mm. Um, it what's happening now is I don't even have a word for it. Like it's a it, kind of a, it makes my stomach turn. 
Yeah. A lot of it is just the lack of communication. People are, you know, don't know how to communicate. It seems like a lot of people just don't know how to communicate or express themselves without it going to blows, you know, without it escalating from blows to violent, you know, to, to weapons and things like that. It's just, Hit me! I, don't shoot me! Hit me! If you, if, if that, I mean, I would much rather you use your words. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, and in, and a lot of people are carrying around deep, unresolved anger and hurt. So as mm-hmm. soon as something goes wrong, it's like they they that people are just literally on the edge. People are yeah. literally on the edge. Um. Today in school, and one of my in my class, I have a fifth grader, and they're lining up for going to uh, music. They're lining up to go to music, and as they're walking out the classroom, I see one of them sitting at the desk, and he's just like, he's. I guess he's trying not to let people know he's crying, and so, and it was just weird because maybe like five minutes, five minutes prior. He was laughing and talking with the other kids. And then all of a sudden, he started crying. So I'm like, okay, I let them all go to music. And I wanted to see how he was doing, see was everything okay. And he just burst out crying. And it was something like as small as, I can't find my coat. It's like, huh? You know, so I'm like, I'm not trying to look at him like, really? It's just about a coat, you know? And then I said, I said, is that it? He said, well, I'm just stressed. And then... Now, other people would be like, what is a 10-year-old stressed about, you know? But people have no idea. Like, there's the, the, it's, it's getting heavy out there. It's getting it's heavy out there. And the fact that this boy goes from smiling and to just burst out crying all over the place and just, you know, just spilling down and just needed a moment. So... Instead of you go, boy, if you don't get yourself together and go, I just said, okay, you could just sit right here. Go ahead and sit here. He didn't want to go to music. I let him get it all out. And then the rest of the day, he was fine. And it's like, I feel like a lot of people, when I think about that, I'm thinking about adults who are carrying, I'm, well, this child is obviously, I'm not a counselor, but I've been around children and I've been in, you know, I'm a mental health advocate, but I've been around enough to know when people are carrying too much, too much. That, you know, one small little thing can cause them to, you know, explode or things like that. And so when you got a child, a 10 year old carrying around so much where they're crying over something small, you know, um, like that, you know, not saying that his coat wasn't important, but he at the end of the day, he wasn't even about to coat. You know what I'm saying? But he just needed that moment to get out whatever that frustration was to get out that anger. And I just think that we need to find ways of getting out, you know, instead of allowing it to build up the frustrations of the day, the stresses of the day, instead of just allowing it build up, we need as adults, we need to find a way to release that because we're releasing it in unhealthy ways. And then our children are picking up on that and then they're doing the same thing. And it's sad. Really well, we sad. come from we come from a generation. Um, for us, we didn't really get the opportunity um, or the space to release. And for that, I definitely commend you, um, especially with the student that you dealt with. 
um, not just being like, get yourself together, we'll find you code later, going on the music class. Um, because that's what we were told. <laughs> I was just going to say, like the teachers, the teachers nowadays are the teachers that we should have had 20, 30, 40 years ago. You know what I'm the saying? The teachers like, that we had 20, 30, 40 years ago, that was the generation, and I, I have this conversation with my mom all the time, that was a generation that swept everything up under the rug. Yep. It mm. happened. We're moving past it. We ain't talking about it no more. Get over it. It is what it is. It happened yesterday. Get over it. Not realizing what happened yesterday just changed you for the rest of your life. Exactly. Mm. You know? Um, yeah. And I, I consider, like, change is bittersweet, but you got to you have to embrace both sides of it. And a lot of the times, most of us get stuck at bitter because we don't acknowledge it. And by the time we see it, it's somebody else telling us that we've changed, first of all, which most of us can't handle um, somebody seeing in us what we don't see in ourselves. Especially if it's for um, not necessarily a negative thing, but not necessarily all the praises in the world, you know? Um, and then having to actually acknowledge change and, um, that process of accepting it, it can be be a little rough. That's why I'm a big fan. Like I tell people it is nothing wrong with therapy. (laughs) And if you need medication, get that too. (laughs) Like, it's like, it's nothing wrong with, we, you know, it's, it's just nothing wrong with it. And then people just act like it's such, well, I feel like after the pandemic though, going back to what we were saying about the pandemic, just, I don't know, just open, make people see a lot of things differently. I just feel like after this pandemic, people are really starting to see the seriousness of mental health. And mm-hmm. so, um, and I'm glad because, but then there's still, it's still, you know, me being a mental health speaker, it's still, I'm able to speak more about it, but you can still see some people feeling, feeling a little, uh, uh, mm-hmm. a little ashamed of it, you know? Um, but I, I, it's, we need the help. We need therapy. We are, we're, we're car- this, this day and time is stressful. It's stressful. It's like, we're carrying so much and people are just holding it all in. And I don't even think people realize sometimes that they're stressed themselves. Mm-mm. You know, the demands of the job, the demands of raising a family, things like that. These demands were different, you know, mm-hmm. and um, back in a from back in the day. So it's just like, I don't know, it just we need to go and get help. We need to get therapy. Mm-hmm. And what you were saying about teachers back in the day sweeping things in the rug, under the rug. I remember I was at Lamel Middle School. To this day, I wish I could find this teacher, y'all. <laughs> I really do. I was in eighth grade at Lamel Middle School. Was I eighth grade? I can't remember. It was eighth or seventh grade at Lamel Middle School in Baltimore, Maryland. I came to school with a black eye from my mother. Okay. My mother gave me a black eye. I went and told the teacher. And she said, what did you get it for? And I said, well, because I didn't eat my broccoli or something like that. And she goes, well, yeah, I had to do that to my children a couple of times, too. And it was just like, 
You know what I mean? So I went, I I I, I go to the teacher to say, hey, this is what's hey. going on. And you know, you know, and then I, I, I wanna I wanna be able to say, like, had that teacher reached out, you know, I, I love my mom and I, I love her, but she needed help, you know. And I feel like had she reached out, been able to help us, my mom could have got the help or the support or something that she needed. And I want to find that teacher so bad to tell her, you know, you don't know what we were dealing with. But to this day, I don't have my little brother anymore. He died by suicide. Wow. What could could you have saved us from? What could you have saved my brother from? Had you instead of thinking it was funny and cute. Mm -hmm. And then I knew she had talked about it with another teacher because when the next day, the, another teacher, because you know how you have like five or six teachers or whatever when you were middle mm-hmm. school. So the next day, my homeroom teacher was talking about stuff that we can talk about during dinner. And then she said, yeah, it's best for y'all to do stuff like that instead of arguing on what you want to eat and don't want to eat. And I was like, and in my little eighth grade brain, I was like, okay, they talking, you know, mm-hmm. but it's like, y'all don't know what was going on, but you made these assumptions, <laughs> you know? And yeah, they, oh my gosh, to this day, I wish I could find those two middle school teachers. <laughs> y'all just don't know. <laughs> they don't know. Talking about they're... holding something in, like I got, that is still like, they just don't know. Like, oh my God, they don't know. But I became, I became the teacher because of, really good teachers both really good teachers and really bad teachers you know so I wanted to do something different than what I saw the bad teachers do but these days in time um a lot of teachers like myself I'm not gonna say there you know there are still some out there that's not as great we do take our time and try to figure out what's going on with this child because it impacts academic and it impacts instruction Mm. you know yeah, I know. Um, like I have a twelve-year-old daughter, and um, getting through to her is like it. Sometimes it can be it can be hard, and this was like, all right, like you almost have to take the mommy coat off these days, um, and really like empathize as like friends, and they have to like really feel like comfortable it's like beyond just like I love you because you're my mom um I don't know if they put something in the water (laughs) but like tough skin ain't we can't do that now they're very sensitive so how do you balance knowing that our children these days and and you're right they do seem more sensitive how do you balance a being an entrepreneur with being a mom, you know, being a mom, how do you balance that work life um situation? Um God. <laughs> uh that that's 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 the real truth about it. But um outside of that, I, I bring her into as much as I possibly can. Um understanding one day she'll be me. And hopefully, you know, better than me in half the time. Um, so making body butter, we do it together. You know, um, invoicing, we do it together. You got to learn. Um, 
why we waiting to teach finances until they go off to college and learn somebody else. Um, as a matter of fact, she has her own business, which I'm getting ready to get her business license. We got her EIN. Mm-hmm. Um, she crochets and makes jewelry. Um, so Jaylana Apparel, um, Jaylana Crochet. Um, her name is Janai, but we did a little thing with her first name and her middle name. So she'll be having that. That's really, yeah. And just having conversation. Um, I'm never closed off to her. I'm an open door. Now, don't get me wrong. I got mommy time and I need mommy time. And that's what, you know, it takes a village. Nobody can do it on their own, whether you have friends, whether you have, you know, your parents, mom or dad, aunt, sister, whoever it is, like, take a moment, you know, even if it's a day, if you can get away for a a weekend, great. If you can get away for a whole week, even better. But like, get away. I don't care if you can't afford a whole vacation. I don't care if you go get an Airbnb down the street from your house, get out of your four walls. And like, go breathe mm-hmm. somewhere else, you and leave the work behind. You need to um, call me crazy, but like, one of my things for like therapy, I talk to total strangers. Mm. I mean, they don't judge. It's just like when you're in the elevator, right? I consider it like a long elevator pitch or a long elevator conversation type deal. You know, the elevator, you speak to everybody. If you in the, it's, it's awkward if you don't. You know, you. I've definitely had those encounters when you're just in the elevator and you're going up 11 floors and it's just quiet and everybody looking at each other, trying not to look at each other. Like, that's just weird. Somebody say something. <laughs> like, break the ice a little bit. But once the ice is broken, you'll find yourself locked into a conversation and they about to get off the elevator. You're like, well, well, all right. <laughs> Hope to catch you again too. Like, it's just refreshing. You being done told somebody your whole story that you ain't told the closest people in your life just because you felt like, you know, you were going to get judged or you knew that you were going to get judged or you knew that they weren't going to understand or see it a certain way or you just didn't want, you know, people to... Some of us don't want people to cry for us. You don't want the sympathy. You like some people want to remain, you know, with a strong face or whatever, and that's your choice. But please understand that like everybody has weak moments. And if you don't break that strong mentality, I ain't gonna say break it, but like come up off of it sometimes. Like you're gonna break in front of the wrong person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're in the wrong situation. Yeah. So, back to happy notes. I like to talk <laughs> to all the strangers. <laughs> I mean, I will strike up a conversation. Um, working with the homeless, I work with an organization called Pep Rally for Peace in the Streets. Um, mm-hmm. And Mark, we got a collab in twenty three. Like, it's gonna be, it's gonna be well, crazy, crazy. I told you. I know, so, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Listen, we we you it's, bring it's, me it's on down be... Tampa, and we can do this. Oh, we in DC, baby. I gotta bring them down to Tampa too. But we we based in DC, so like we listen. It's 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 on. I promise you. 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 I promise. Um, but I I 
found that talking to the homeless, oh my God, so much wisdom. So much. Love. You can learn. Oh. That's how I felt when I um I used to vow when I was in Baltimore, I used to volunteer at I forgot the name of the shelter, but it was a, a shelter for displaced veterans. And um and I used to volunteer there and I I would sit and just have conversations with them while they were eating and after we finished serving them and stuff. And it was just like you said, the amount of wisdom and just it's like, you know, just like wow, just it's just amazing. Look, I say this all the time. So you see, you already know what I'm getting ready to say. What? Just because you are homeless, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, doesn't mean you have an alcohol problem. It doesn't mean you got a drug problem. Hell, with what's going on in the world now for the last two and a half years, it doesn't mean you even made bad choices in life. In this country alone, in the United States of America, over 10 million people became homeless when COVID started. Mm. Six months later, 10 million people were homeless. How? Correct me if I'm wrong, but bare minimum, 30 days, everyone was out of work, correct? Mm -hmm. Bare minimum. Doors were shut. Companies either did layoffs, furloughs, heaven forbid, a lot of them, especially the small markets, went out of business. Mm -hmm. So whether you're furloughed, laid off, or you were terminated because the company folded, you have no job. How are you going to pay your rent? How are you going to put food on the table? Oh, well, that's what your bank account's for. You weren't, you weren't, um, you weren't, um, intelligent enough and, and, and smart enough to put a little money to the side every time you got paid. Look at Dave and Busters. They're in a whole different scenario now because no one honestly knows what's going to happen to that company no more because Dave of Dave and Buster's passed away a few years ago. I don't know if y'all have seen the news lately. This mm -hmm. past Monday, if I'm not mistaken, this past Monday, Buster's passed away by suicide. What? Let me go redeem all my goddamn on points before they got that on clothes. Stop so, playing with me, boy. That's <laughs> another thing that that's another thing we need to like I I you know sometime touch on like the rape uh, the suicide rate, like people don't understand and this thing is this serious. It's it's mm -hmm. exploded since COVID started. People can't take the pressure. Oh, I I, I just can't take it no more. Mass shootings happening in this country every day, multiple times a day in this country because people can't take it no more. People are walking on eggshells with the weight of 10 tons of bricks on their shoulders and they just can't take it no more. And when they snap, oh shit, I just shot five, 10 people. Oh, I got to kill myself because I definitely can't, I can't deal with that. 
not yeah. saying that's what's happening, but like it's it's serious out here. And until the government, yes, I just said that, until the government stops trying to pinpoint this and pinpoint that and throw fingers at every damn body and step back in where Ronald Reagan shut everything off and say, you know what? We have a we have a pandemic. We have a pandemic called mental illness. Illness. Yeah. It ain't a black thing. It ain't a white thing. It ain't a rich thing, poor thing, uh, uh, fat thing, skinny thing, young thing, old thing. It's a people thing. And a lot people of problems issues, and they need help. Yep. And a lot of problems that you got too is too the left and right are both too busy fussing and blaming each other for everything. It's just like, come on, I need y'all to meet in the middle and solve some problems because right now y'all going back and forth fussing and blaming each other. It's not. It's not helping. It's not well, helping. Here's the thing. You have you have big corporations that are literally funding these parties and it's sick people making decisions behind the scenes um the government then lost control when filibusters were allowed Hmm. um when lobbying became a job that ain't that's not control Mm. that's people controlling the government that's the one percent that's the same people that's about to commit suicide i don't want nobody to commit suicide but you know that's the same people that like y'all need help telling the government what to do because y'all trying to make a dollar Just people too. They trying to get more on they let like let's just be real about this thing if we're gonna be real about it. They trying to get more than what they check pay out. Mm-hmm. If I partner with a big corporation, it's really not affecting me that that much. But then I say as just regular citizens. And we always complain about federal government. Well, how can you complain about federal government if you don't even know who your local politicians are? Yes. Yep. That right there. You don't that know right how to there. get the pothole on your street fixed, but you want to complain about who your president is. That right there. Please tell me who your local chairman is at the town hall. When was the last town hall meeting you went to? And they have, I don't know if people notice. Okay, so. In Baltimore, they had something called the uh, Baltimore Baltimore Planning Academy. I was in the first cohort, the first cohort that they had in the Baltimore Planning Academy. This was probably in 2000, I don't know, 18 or 19. I can't remember. I was in the first cohort. This was, let me tell you, the information they gave, they gave us being in this academy is the type of information I paid Morgan State University to teach me. Before I was, I was going to Morgan State for their planning, uh, for their planning. I was trying to get my master's in planning, um, 
I, I, I think that was the name of it. It's something that had to do with planning. And um, city and regional planning, that's what it was. And the stuff that the Baltimore Planning Academy taught me that I got for free. <laughs> I had to pay Morgan State to teach me this. And, and I don't see enough people in Baltimore City taking advantage of this opportunity. Um, this, I mean, you learn about how to how municipalities are ran. They gave you inside look into what's going on in, in the communities and um, the budget budgeting in Baltimore, you know, yeah. how, how the budgeting works, all of that stuff, all of that inside stuff. And it just opened my eyes up to so much as it relates to how um, what I can do to help better my city. You know, if I was still in Baltimore, there there would be so many people. I think when, when I was in Baltimore and I was in that cohort, it really did open up. It really helped me to um, expand what I was doing with my nonprofit there. And so, I mean, and I just recommend if any, anybody that's listening to this, and I know there's a lot of people listening to this, if you ever hear anything about the Baltimore Planning Academy, you need to take advantage of it and go and apply and take advantage of it and learn, like you said, like Belon said, learn how your city is um, ran. Learn who's pulling the strings and things like that so that you can vote better. <laughs> Please. Vote the right people in office. And like, you can call them. Mm-hmm. When, like at a local and regional and state level, you can call them, speak to them personally. People don't feel accountable until you give them something to be accountable for. Or right. to. Say that again. People yep. do not feel accountable until you give them something to be accountable to. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I can go out here. Um, I don't know, like, just like a CEO, you know, running a company. Um, an employee can take advantage of the system all day, you know, um, clock in, leave work, go do what they want to do, come back clock back in like nothing ever happened clock out go home if they still get they check it ain't all good to i'm your boss you know i got eyes on you email when you come back from your extended lunch like hey we noticed that you were gone (laughs) time and now all of a sudden you done tighten your allowed to get away with mm-hmm. and people forget yeah people forget these poli- don't let the politicians make you think that they're untouchable they <laughs> you know what I mean with these pull up titles. On their house. they address public record too it's by like, the way and then people that and this is what kills me those that don't vote it's just like you paying taxes you your taxes as go, are going towards their salary your taxes are going to your is feeding them. Your taxes are paying their bills, and you're not going to decide who you want your taxes to go to. Like you know, even if I got to choose the lesser of two evils, I want to choose who my money is I going to. Choose. You know what yeah. I mean? Like my taxes are going towards your salary. I want to. I, I have to vote for that whole that part. Reason, right there for that reason. That whole part. <laughs> You know, for that like, reason alone, 
Oh, I just never understood that. I never understood that. But you know, hey, I digress. Let me get off my soapbox. Right, that's a whole. <laughs> right, you know, before Mark get a letter from somebody email Mark, let I don't appreciate Letitia. Da, 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 and like, oh, I'm sorry. It might have hit the nerves, so it might have been true. So I feel like I already been canceled a couple of times by some folks, but that's all right. Right, um, you know. Y'all in this cancel culture. I'm like, when did this mess start? Girl. <laughs> what, what is this? <laughs> what, and, and like, you can't make one one mistake, one nothing, as if, you know, some of these people that be that ain't no mistake. That's, that's what the heck I meant to say. I meant to say, I said what I said. Oh, no, I'm talking about, said. like, just in general, just how people just want to cancel somebody over cancel somebody you over know, like TV show you can't cancel me i'm a whole human being i don't understand like how you just gonna cancel you like what right exactly right hey show up on the scene cancel me i bet y'all pull up right it's like i mean i be wondering like let me let me take a peek into your closets to see what bones you got there and this whole they got a whole live armies up in their closets. I play right. We want to cancel somebody else. We like man, go somewhere with that. <laughs> I, I ain't gonna lie to you. I still don't understand. I don't understand the whole concept because I could have sworn we live in America, even though we still only three fifths of a person. But I mean, that's oops. Did I say that? God damn! <laughs> on it. I ain't even say that. But that freedom of speech thing is what I was really trying to get to. <laughs> freedom of speech so the That's cancel culture override the constitution freedom of speech is no more freedom of public opinion is no more we ain't got no freedoms definitely ain't got so no freedom of privacy. you still ain't got that Mm. That 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 was There's gone. That they sell on the market that the government can tap into what and watch what you're doing in your house. Yeah, that what? TV will not be in my house. I will throw it out. Bring that in here if you want to. I will throw it out, and I hope that bitch busts. I have two televisions sitting right here, unplugged, and I put two years. Me y'all. too. I got two. <laughs> <laughs> I need to give them away because they work. I just I don't watch TV anymore. Like they literally are just T-shirt. sitting right here, just sitting there collecting dust. And I'm like, Letitia, do something with these TVs. Cause I just like if I want to see something, I might stream it. But for the most part, I'm busy. I'm busy. I'm busy trying to do something with myself. <laughs> Through your organization. Find out two households, two families that have just that gotten housing them. that could use them. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm. You right? We need furniture. We need bedrooms. We need this and that. Hey, I, I can't help you with none of that, but I can give you. Look, you can watch the news to see what's going on in your neighborhood. Here's the TV. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Okay. Right. Mark. People ask me all the time, "Is there anything you don't take?" Look, I get, I get phone calls or messages between Facebook, Instagram. I've gotten one on Twitter. I'm never on Twitter. I don't like Twitter. No, me neither. I, I, I keep telling myself I'm going to do better in the Twitter, but I... I can't. Twitter seems I'm so angry. 
it's 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 <laughs> it seems so <laughs> angry <laughs> right. i don't even like the format or the setup like when i look i just be like but why is twitter so angry why it's like everybody be angry so twitter be mad yes oh what's but i get i get we doing too much for xyz me. from military from the wives hey um my husband just got orders we're going overseas we got to get rid of everything in this house because base housing overseas you don't need nothing everything is there wow you know what i'm saying so when you as a as 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 a as a active duty man or woman living in the barracks you don't need nothing so over there outside of of um oh god what is that word outside of whatever you go shopping for all the you do the commentary like they go the, the 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 px px exchange yeah, whatever PX exchange, yeah yeah all that everything is discounted and there's no tax so unless you're burning up your money going out and, and and going to restaurants and stuff like that all you're doing overseas is stacking your bread as a family all you're doing outside of taking care of each other and your kids if you have those all you're doing is stacking your bread yeah you, you know pay what I mean? more. you're not paying no rent you're you're as 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 housing i think you have some type of fee that you pay but it's not like a mortgage it's not like a rent now i don't know what it is now because you talked to my father and he was like jesus christ how much are these guys making nowadays because when I went into the world, I couldn't afford a car. Um, that was like it's at least a hundred thousand. I can tell you it's at least a hundred thousand and no less because I have a homeboy right now that's over in Iraq. Um and yeah. yeah you go to war, you're getting like five oh, cents even what the best day is. Oh, he and I mean he 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 good. Like he ain't touching if they get him, they get him because yeah, they done blown up all of Iraq. Like, you know, a, a real good safe zone. Wow. Safe zone. But, like, yeah. You ain't doing too much of nothing. I, you know, God bless America and the military. So, so okay, up, so this is what happened. Like, I guess I'm trying to figure out, like, why, if they're, if they're able to do this for these while they're in service, right? Why, when they get out, they're not supporting these? The government is not really doing a whole lot to support the veterans when they're out. You see what I'm saying? Like, if you got all Welcome this money to, to yeah. get, it's, it's almost like it's almost like a setup. Like, we're going, we're going, exactly. we're going to take care of you while you win. But once you get out, we ain't worrying about you no more. Let me tell you something. America's funds are very so divided. Many, I've had so many people, whether they were in, knew someone, had a family member. The main branches. No, I'm I'm not even gonna say that because I might get pulled off the air. <laughs> but we've all seen Boys in the Hood, right? Uh-huh. Remember that message Lawrence Fishburne gave to, to Cuba Gooding Jr. when they was out fishing? Yeah. Let's let, so long. Let right, oh my lord, it's just so long. Yeah, right. Remind us, remind us, Sir Mark. 
I'll remind you when we go off the air. Like, <laughs> you know, that the, the things that you hear, the things that people have witnessed, the things that people have heard, um, you know, let's go here. You don't have people that you can turn to in the military when things happen to you. Y'all remember that crazy summer bitch out Wisconsin named well, Jeffrey Dunn? He said, "Why he said like that? That you should him belong." And everyone will give me, everyone will give me a pass. Listen, listen. <laughs> Did y'all know he was in the military? No. Yep. Yeah. He was stationed overseas in Germany. And he did something to two different gentlemen over there. And there's a there's a documentary on Jeffrey Dahmer. One of those two victims live in Maryland. I did not know as I'm watching this, I'm like, you know, okay, this dude, this this crazy dude was actually in the military. How? But he was, as an individual, he was that convincing within his words that he could talk anyone in or out of something. He was just that damn good. How do you have the police in your living room and behind your, your couch, you have a dead body? Mm. And you have someone bloody that's running in the street naked, that the police bring you back and, and he talks and talks and talks. Oh, to, and convinces the police to leave that to bloody release that lady to him. Yeah. Man to him or whoever and man. Got dead body behind the couch. Hmm. As a law enforcement officer, aren't you supposed to search that premises first? Mark, Mark. I would he, think he, so. Okay. Well, he, here's the thing. So, um, I was a, I worked closely with law enforcement um, at some point in my career. And you have a lot of cops that pass, and granted, they do, um, they have to do like lie detector tests, they have to do like mental exams and all of this kind of stuff before, you know, they actually like pass over and like are actually like bashed and all of that good stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But going through all of that and then turning around and being arrested for pedophilia or being the same cops that passed all of these mental exams and the lie detector tests. And, and I mean, the, the questions that they asked down to, do you have sex with animals? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, some of them, the answer is yes. And they don't even try to lie their way through it. Right. Yeah. Look at Letitia's face. But <laughs> it's written like right. this. Uh, people out here like that, though. And it's a lot of them. No shortage. You got a, a creep interviewing a creep or a, a. Right. You know, look at all. We're not going to mention his name, but part three is out. And now there's men victims that are coming forward. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Music. Oh, oh no. 
Now, now supposedly oh. there's men victims that are coming out. Are you serious? Can I say this though? I, I mean, I don't support none of this. But can the music just be the music and leave like for real though? Because we don't do that to like I don't, I don't know. I don't know what Steve Jobs did, but I'm like, hey, y'all, y'all ain't about to stop carrying an Apple because y'all found out Steve Jobs like done. I ain't trying to uh, like, I don't know, cut the check. You ain't you ain't gotta pay the man. I don't know, but I like God dang on the music was good, man. Like <laughs> it, it but it'd be hard to listen to sometimes because I'm just like, it'd be hard to listen to, and then in my mind I'm like the thought of was a young girl in your you know what i mean like that it's like oh, oh i can't listen to the music don't know yes i mean i get down with that and I, that's why i'm like oh man right it's like oh god i used to ah, love his music but then it's just like now i can't listen to it because in my mind i'm like what who was he singing this to what girl was he around I mean, other uh, many other times you're listening to his words not even knowing because he was also a writer they didn't scrap all of that scrap all the songs that he wrote for other artists mm. all of his production still listening to his vibe 100 taking in his energy so i don't know if it's more disrespectful that you took away the fact that i can't listen to his music but you're still honestly forcing me unknowingly vibe right y'all know he's, he's got a new album out i remember the last show we were talking about that like i'm trying to figure out how you get an album out <laughs> one of his victims said yeah i listened to the first song the 19 minute one it's a, a, the 19 minutes most horrible time of my life or something of the fact of what she said and i was like if you're a victim why did you even give that song the time of day yeah, you're right. He's he's a narcissist. He didn't admit to anything. He admitted to everything but doing something wrong to a woman. That's the only thing I admit. I admit I love women, young and old. I admit I'm a high school dropout. I didn't know that. Um, just because you graduate high school don't mean you know how to read. Look at Baltimore. He needs help, too. He needs He, he does. Like, he, he needs help. He has he needs help. Mark, are you serious? Like, guys are coming through? like like that's 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 what i've heard there there have been some some guys stepping forward like they're they're literally saying he was a bona fide monster so these for these men to step forward first of all for the women to step forward that was real brave i'm not taking this away you know that was real brave for them to do that but for a guy also to do it because men don't want to share that no nah. They don't want to share that at all. You know, it's. And, you know, it all it all boils down to one thing. And I'm going to always say that. Money. Money. Oh, well, R. Kelly's broke. Uh, no, he's not. Ladies and gentlemen, no, he's not. He has an individual of a powerful level within the, 
Mm. No, I'm not even going to go there. He's got a very powerful individual that his team has hired to help him gain the rights of his music. Do y'all know how much his music is worth? Over $950 million. Now, say this gentleman takes bare minimum half, and he probably will. That leaves you with $450 million. People can file, if he's found guilty in all these states by these victims that come forward and press charges, there's going to be civil suits. Civil suits, yeah. They're going to get paid off. They're not going to go to trial. They're going to get paid off. They've been getting paid off for the last 30 years, including the judges, including the state prosecutors, including the lawyers, including the DAs. God knows whoever else has been paid off to. My question still goes back to one person. Why is Sparkle still free? Why isn't she in jail? She's the reason all this just started. Let me do my second album. I'm going to take this tape to the to the authorities. So you're withholding evidence. Why aren't you in jail? That's what kills me. Wow. Mark, you said something there. Hmm. Well, this conversation definitely turned. <laughs> Real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick. Wow, wow, wow. I'm just I'm hmm. not saying she's wrong for turning that 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 tape in, but you knew what he was doing to your cousin for God knows how long. So why hasn't she had charges filed against her? First of all, second of all, all these parents that said, Hey, here's my daughter, give me that money. Why ain't they being charged? Cause that's not what it was about. You're right. You're right. It, it's really just that simple. Mm. It's crazy. I, I know this sounds crazy, but a part of me wanna, I really, I really am hoping that these parents really didn't know. Like, I'm, cause in my mind, listen y'all, don't, don't listen. Cause in uh, my mind, I just can't see somebody doing that, like turning your child over. Like, I just, I I can't, I guess because I love my son so much. Like I am, Mark, you know how much I'm posting about my child all the time. My, my, my baby is 25 years old, okay? And I post about him like he's two. You know how people be paying, posting their children like they two? I'm posting about my 25 year old all the time. It's ridiculous. Well, I can tell you why they're not charged. <laughs> Okay. Because you have to be able to prove it beyond a believable doubt. And there's no proof. Even right. if those people got paid off, there's no proof that mm -hmm. they submitted to him having sex with their children. Because mm. it's no just, proof. It's, it's, <laughs> Even if they sign the contract of non-disclosure, the non-disclosure is not going to say, because I'm going to have sex with your child. Right. So, so there's no proof. That's why they're ne they'll never be charged, but they'll always be able to become witnesses to the prosecution of R. Kelly. Hmm. And it's just, I guess for me, it's just, I can't, it's like, how I can't imagine a parent really like, 
Uh-oh. I just can't imagine him really just saying, here, go ahead and I'm hoping that they didn't really know. That's I guess that's me hoping that they didn't know. Say, or or it could have been just that they did know they or and they just didn't never want to look back. Mm. Or they found out and never wanted to look back because their house got paid off or whatever the case may be. Oh, right. See, that's sad. Oh gosh. Woo. The thought so of that. It's... Bruh, I'm sorry. Like, I mm-mm. like mm-mm. Cause when I watched that little documentary, and that mama found her baby, when my when I would have got my baby out, it would have been a bomb up in my car, and that house would have been done blown up. Uh, everybody, I, me and my baby would have been gone, and that whole little chaos situation, all of that would have been taken care of, honey. We wouldn't have had no more problems after that. <laughs> but you can, you can just imagine this man had to be in a genius. To convince these parents, and, and and not maybe not that much of a genius because it's money, but also to convince these girls because wasn't like in the documentary like two of the girls really just really kept saying he didn't do anything. He was they were fine. He was, yep. you know what I mean? Like he they had like, on the, the Gail King show, and they yeah, were like, they like he's not he, doing anything wrong to us. He is not like, holding us prisoner. Mark, but look at, and I, I can speak to this um, as being a victim of domestic violence. Um, I was one who got smart and left, but look at how many women stay in domestic violence situations. Because they're scared. It's, it's okay. And they're literally like good with their situation. Right. It's, it's, that, it's the mind thing. Like that man got into there because I don't think the abuse starts. Well, I, and I, I could say this it because starts. I was in a, um, mentally abusive situation before and it took for someone on the outside to tell me Leticia because I it, it 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 happened so subtly but before the physical comes he he getting in that or he or she is not always guys I don't want to just put it on yeah. guys but he or she is getting in their mind they're getting in their mind and then by the time they got you in the mind that physical abuse is just like you know it makes sense by the end. Yeah. And it's okay. It's become normal. Yeah. You know? It's oh gosh. It's it's scary. And I'll think about the mind. And I know you watch documentaries and I'm 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 sure you probably know, like you can literally convince your mind of a lie to the point that you really do believe that it's the truth. You can literally convince your mind that an event happened and that you were there and like have the sensories and everything to go along with it. I saw this, I smelt this, I touched this, I really did feel this. And that is an actual event that took place in your mind that never happened. Mm -hmm. That's how powerful our minds are. Mm Which is why it's so important to protect it. Mm, yes, yes, yes. Mm. I ain't mean to go down this road, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> look, I don't think any of us did. <laughs> but look, it's good to be. It's good that we did, because a lot of people don't want to. Right. All this is is not spoken about enough. 
And we and, and we can say, oh, this country, that country, this country, that country. Those countries don't have the 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 the, the problems at alarming rates that this country does. Mm-mm. The only thing we don't have a problem with that a lot of these other countries have, especially foreign countries, we don't have to worry about bombings. Oh, God, when's the next bomb going to hit? Yeah. You know what I mean? Not saying it can't happen. Look, I just heard on the news there was a, a, a house that exploded like a month and a half, two months ago in Big Town. I never heard that. I'm never home long enough to watch the news. When I when whenever I'm home, the news ain't on. So okay, right. well I missed it. So unless I got some type of notification that I paid attention to on my right. phone, I'm not looking at that either. So, like, it ain't necessarily got to be a bomb. It could be something gas related, and an apartment complex done blew up, a house blew up, a massive sinkhole happens, and it also takes out a few row homes. You know what I mean? So bombings have happened in this country at minor explosions to Oklahoma City, but that's not common in this country. Right. You know what I mean? Where maybe not England, maybe not Germany, maybe not Spain, France, or, or Italy, but a lot of them other countries, especially in the Middle East, yeah. when's the next bombing going to happen? You know, we, we sit here and we've gotten to so immune to mass shootings, they don't even glorify it on the news no more because it happens so often. And that's how it is over there. They're immune to it. It happens so often. They probably don't even talk about it like that. But we do, because that's not common in our society. Our society, our biggest problem is gun violence. Why are 10, 11, 12-year-olds taking guns to school? There's a, there's a kid that cannot be charged because of some new law at the middle school that my son went to on Fort Meade, Maryland. Had a handgun. He had 18 bullets. He mm. had two magazines and he can't be charged. How? Okay, cool. He can't be charged. Are you charging the parents? How is that federal property? Forget about regular school system. How is he on federal property, a military base, and he can't be charged with no crime? You got to be kidding me. How is that possible? Like, for real. What were their reasons of why they say he couldn't be charged? It's, it's something I didn't hear the whole thing, but they keep talking about is some new law that this this child will not be charged. But okay. are they doing anything that's being like? I, is there, I have to look it up. I have to look it up. Places but there, it, is there? It's it's all I heard is is some new law that went in effect, and but I didn't hear the whole story, so I don't know if they're gonna try to configure out configure on how. This child can be charged if he's going to be expelled. 
If he's not expelled, uh, I'd be yanking my child out of there. You got kids coming to school and, and they can't even go to jail. They can't be charged with nothing. And you're not expelling them. Oh, no. Mm -mm. Give my child. Give me all the all the all the paperwork, all the documents, all his records. Let me have all that because he will not step foot back up in this school. Hell no. Nah. Uh -uh. That's the wrong answer. Wow. Wow. You know, and 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 I know a lot of school teachers. I know a couple of people that are guidance counselors. I know one, maybe two people that are um, administrators, that are principals. But I know a lot of teachers. We had we had a school teacher when Leticia came on the school on 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 the show a couple of years ago, and the just like Tisha. Like this young lady is well in tune with her kids. Those those aren't my students. Those are my babies. They my kids. They are my kids eight hours a day. I'm responsible for every single one of them, whether I like them or not. Mm -hmm. Because I signed up for this. So I'm going to treat them like they are mine. I talk to them like they're mine. I treat them like they're mine. You want respect, you will respect me. You want privacy, you will give me mine. You know what I mean? You want one-on-one -on -one time? I got you. Need a talk? I'm here, and I'll shut the door and lock that bitch. You know what I mean? Again, we didn't have that 20, 30 years ago. Right. Like, the stuff that goes on in schools nowadays because of teachers? Hmm. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, my grades would have been a whole lot better. You gotta have, you gotta have a reason to go to school, not because you have to. It's just like work. Work is work if it ain't fun. You gotta make work fun, whether it's your business, whether it's a nine to five, whatever the case may be. If it ain't fun, why are you still there? Because if it ain't fun, all you're doing is complaining. And people don't want to hear all the complaints. People don't want to hear all the bitching, 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 bitching. You know what I mean? And it's not it's not an easy because people people are looking at the scores these days. And they're seeing it, it, the scores, student scores are not the way I, I, I would like for them to be, you know, across the board, you know. And everybody say public school system failing. So you mean to tell me if the public school system is failing, it's all the teachers across the board fault? You know awesome. what I mean? So it's like people are putting this blame yes. on all teachers. And it's just like they have no idea. I do this out of love. I do this because I love these kids, but I am so burnt. When I tell you guys, I am so tired <laughs> because you get so tired of every little thing that goes wrong. It's placed on you. Now, I'm not saying I'm perfect now. You know my story, how I went off on that little girl. That that year. But Lord, I went off on this little girl. Let me tell you, because she see what people don't know when they see the video. I The little girl was bullying. She was bullying. And I, I, I bullying is like, I, I don't like to see people mistreated. That's like a trigger for me, right? Yeah. And so I didn't like how she was doing this little boy. And so I went off. And you know, you know, I'm I'm from Baltimore, Maryland. So, you know, not gonna come at me any kind of way. This was seventh grade. You're not gonna talk to me. You a kid. 
Yeah. Right. And so she, you know, we go back and forth. It escalated, and it 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 was recorded, and then it went viral. And then I was on Baltimore City News because, but this is the thing. This is the reason why I was on the news. I was on Baltimore and DC News. The reason why I was on the news is because I was in a predominantly white county. I was a black teacher. The student was a white female. I didn't hit this child. I didn't curse at her. I just told her, little girl, you're not going to talk. You know how we do. Yeah. And then I was on the news for that. Do you know how much racial attacks I got? How much? Oh, my gosh. How many racist emails? I, I can't even tell you. The funny thing is. All this stuff that people wanted to say about me and, you know, I'm this crazy black teacher, this little innocent white girl, blah, blah, blah. But what they didn't know was the boy that she was bullying that I was protecting was a white male student. But I got all the hate email as if I was this racist teacher. Yeah. But anyway, I digress. But my point is, like, it's a lot. 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 And I honestly, Mark, I'm ready to come out the classroom. I like, because I mean, society, you know, they have no idea how much you put into your job. I love my babies. Do you know, um, uh, Mark, I don't know if you saw, I just posted something not too long ago. One of my students come up to me with tears in her eyes, Belon, tears in her eyes and asked me, can you please teach me how to be a lady? Yep. I remember that. This was the same young lady through my organization, um, my nonprofit, The Diva Effect. We adopted two families for the Christmas holidays. Um, and both families were dealing with homelessness. This was the same young girl whose family we adopted for the Christmas holidays because they were dealing with homelessness. And then her mom shared with me some other, oh my God, some whoo. Uh, you know, not I can't put her business out there, but it was just really heart wrenching just stories about what they were going through. And so, like, you know, to just, you know, I, I want to be there for the kids. I want to do this and that and the other. And I love them and 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 have them come to me and hug me and love me, tell me I love you and all that, that stuff. I love that. But the 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 other stuff that comes with it. It's, it's, it's heavy. It's so heavy. And it's just like, I don't, I don't have the strength anymore to, I just don't have the strength anymore. I really don't. So I'm, I'm trying to find other ways of how I can be benefits to children and help children without, you said it earlier, Belong, you got to take care of yourself when it came to your children, your child as well. And it's just like, you know, when you're trying to find that work-life balance, and so it's just like, I'm, I want to find ways of how I can benefit children and um, still have be a healthy me because it's a lot. You got to channel your energy. But it might be you. And I mean, I know everybody ain't necessarily meant to uh, come out of the classroom, but it might be you coming out of the school system classroom and literally making your own classroom. I mean, your whole nonprofit, you know. What did you say the name of it was? The Diva Effect. The Diva Effect, you know, mm -hmm. and you have a young lady coming up to you, teach me how to be a lady. You know, that might be the direction that you want to go. Like maybe you start an after school program 
Mm-hmm. There you go. And, you know, and honestly, and run it how you want to run it. Yeah. Whatever you want to help, you know, you can mm-hmm. charge. You can also say, you can, I, I got the right to let this brother, sister, cousin, one in free because they just ain't got it like that. Right. I used to run it as an after school program in Baltimore. So now I'm trying to bring it down here to do some things with it. But and then that's another thing, like people don't know, like you, you get parents that want to tell you how to do this and the other, and they have no idea how much your hands are tied. How much your hands are really, really tied. <laughs> like I don't want to be that teacher. Like I have a student that's in fifth grade now. And then y'all tell me, I, I would love to know your listeners, your listeners, the listeners' thoughts on this. I'm a fifth grade student that made it to my class and cannot read. That's sad. A black male student. What do you think is going to happen with this black male child that cannot read? I can't fail him. You know why? Because he's 12 years old in the fifth grade and then already repeated. Mm. I'm doing everything I can, guys, to help this child. Everything I can. But yet, I'm told by society that we don't deserve a raise. That teachers don't do this and teachers don't do this. And I'm doing all that I can. What do you think is going to happen to that black male child? that can't read and he's in fifth grade one of two things sad to say one of two things and i'm not gonna say it because it it hurts to say it it's because you have a black male uh your son your son you understand my my son my son my son too it's like it's scary it and the thing is i have another one Another one in my class, he can read, but he doesn't comprehend what he's reading. So in essence, both of them are reading like on a first exactly. grade level. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Mark, I'm so glad you're thirsty. Bring me something to drink. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be on the first thing smoking out of BWI. Lord have mercy. But it's just it's it's just scary, guys. It's just scary, and that's that was that's that's why I've, I think I've been staying in it for so long, in spite of all the ups and downs, and even being on the news. <laughs> like because I love these babies. When I tell you I love these kids, I love them. I love them. I love them. But I need Thank parents you. to understand. I can't. Teachers can't do it by themselves. You gotta take the village. You know, yeah, you, you gotta help. You have one is. Parents don't realize teachers can't do it by themselves, and parents don't realize how much of a a play they are you know, in it. Um, and then secondly, it, all parents—I ain't gonna say all parents ain't called to be parents, but all parents ain't called to be like parents for real, for real. Like, I, you know, I'm I'm kind of the basic mom. You know what I'm saying? I know where to take my kid when we want to do, you know, the big Easter egg hunts. I ain't the mama to do it. I ain't that mama. I ain't making no baskets. And if you want a basket, I'm going to Walmart or Target. I done bought the basket. <laughs> all on it and spray painted. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the razzle dazzle. But you have those moms that 
take the time and they fill the baskets and there's little decorations and they're going to do the gingerbread houses and all of that good stuff. Like, I know where to take her for that. You know, like find your resources and everything don't cost money. Right. That's right. There are, so I have an entire book in my room right now um, for free resources from Hillsborough County, which is the county that I'm in here in Florida, for my child. And the things that, you know, the county offers that she can do for free. Mentoring programs, study programs, tutoring programs. If you ain't good at math, don't just sit out there and yell at your child, talking about something, figure it out yourself. <laughs> you don't get your behind on Google and like find You can actually go to, I love it when my parents come to me and say, Look, I don't know how to do this. Okay, great. I can show you. I will. I love it when I can sit down with my parents and show them how to do things. But the thing you said was you went and researched and you found that information. The same way we can research and find out what's going on, real housewives of whatever, this, any other. You can do that same research and find what you need to find to help your child. Exactly. You know, like, come on, we got to put our, like, I love the fact, I love, love the fact, Alon, that you sat here and you, you didn't just start this business for yourself, but you showed your daughter, you instilled in her entrepreneurial skills. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, and not just showed her, but you allow her to start her own business. That's leaving a legacy. You know what I mean? That's, that's leaving a legacy. And I just, when I heard you say that, I was like, oh my God, I love this. I wish she was in Atlanta because I would, would love to have her meet some of these parents that I'm working with. But I mean, that is just amazing how you do that. It's a driver's supply. Let's make it happen. Let's, let's, let's make it happen because parental coaching is so necessary because a lot of us ain't no handbook to this thing. No, that's right. You know, um, you learn by experience. You learn through successes and failures. You know, that's why a lot of the times the second kid is treated a lot different. They got a real different life than the first kid. <laughs> you know, you you learn. Um, but if you have people and, you know, a sisterhood or a brotherhood, like whatever it is that you can bounce off of, um, it just makes life easier. And it makes it make more sense. And then you don't get to the point where you about to explode because you feel like you in this by yourself. You're not. Right. Like. Right. But it's good that you recognize that too, because some people, you know, they don't recognize that the purpose of the village is not just to support you, but also when your child is acting up, let that child know that they're wrong too, you know? And so you remember, and I don't mean to take this back, but uh, back in our day, hold on one second. I, I'm going to do this after I say this. Back in our day, we didn't have the shootings and stuff like we have now. Neighbors and the accountability was different. I knew somebody knew my mama. Somebody knew my grandma. I wasn't getting away with nothing in the streets. because I. Time I get back home, the whole story was gonna be told from yep. about three precise. <laughs> yep, 
I remember getting fussed out by a neighbor. And yes, you do that now because if you fussed up at somebody's child, they coming to your house now. Don't talk to my child. I got fussed hey, out. Bad. What you talking about? I got a woman and then she take me over to my mom's house. I beat her teddy and get beat, get beat by my mama. Like what? Yeah. Truth be told, for private school, I used to get whooped by my principal. Wow. <laughs> mm. We ain't sending you home. You gonna get a whooping? You gonna sit in the back of the classroom, and you gonna be embarrassed because we gonna whoop you in front of the whole class. Wow. wow. Let's get back to that. Man, go slap on the wrist with a ruler. How about that? Man, yeah, I'm yeah. <laughs> You can't tell anybody any day some somebody's child acting up. You say something to it. Don't talk to my child that way. I look pretty good. Oh, I love that. I love that pillow. Thank you. Yeah. Mark, was it like that for you growing up? Look, I agree with everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, there were eyeballs everywhere. Like, our neighborhood... When I was in high school, we had a security patrol. Everyone knew who my father was. <laughs> Yo, you want to go do this? Not in this neighborhood. What, you chicken? No, everybody knows where the hell I live. I ain't stupid. Like, right. there used to be codes. You don't do dumb... You don't do dumb shit in, in where, you, where you live. Like, there's no code in teenager mischief. No, there's no there's no code in children mischief. There's no code in 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 the teenager attitude era, figuratively speaking. There's no code in the in the adult shenanigans. There's a rule. You don't do what you don't want your household to know or your na immediate neighbors to know, you don't do it in your neighborhood. There's no code in that now. Like, you have kids breaking into their parents' house and their parents are friends with that homeowner, that person that's renting, whatever the case may be. Like, there's no code. How are you breaking into someone's? How are you committing crimes on your own block? How are you doing mischief, shenanigans, ignorance, crimes? How are you how are you doing something that can land you in prison? Not a detention center for a year, two, eighteen months, whatever the case may be. But for years, you're doing something where uh, on the same street that you, that you live on. There's no code in, in any type of anything nowadays. Like, I had neighbors. No. I'll call your parents, tell them I got you. When they come home, I will bring you to them. That's the type of neighbors I had. Yeah. What's wrong with society, and I'm not the only one that thinks like this, what's wrong with society is kids found out that they had rights. <laughs> oh, 
Say that again. You got rights. You got rights to listen to me. You don't have a job. Your job is to go to school and do the best of your ability. Your job is to ask a question if you don't know the answer. The answer. The yeah. only dumb question is the question that you don't ask. Dad, how do you do this? I don't know. Why don't you ask your teacher? Um, I was busy. Busy doing what? Booking class? That's the only way you could be busy. <laughs> you ain't got you no job. Like, what? I make sure you got shoes on your feet, clothes on your back, a coat when it's cold outside, an umbrella when it's raining. Because that's my job. I make sure you got food on the on the on the plate that's on the table that you can put in your belly so you don't go to bed hungry. I make sure you have toilet paper so you're good when you gotta go do to do. I make sure you got soap and whatever necessities you need. So when you do your XYZ in the bathroom, getting yourself together, you have that available to you because that's my job. Job, uh, yeah. My responsibility. Dad, can I get this? No, because that's not a necessity and that's not my job. Dad, you went to the store. Yep, sure did. You ain't getting no snacks. My job is not to make sure you got snacks. <laughs> well, wait a minute, Daddy. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute, a minute Dad. Wait a minute, Dad. <laughs> now, if I'm getting good grades, you're going to get me some snacks, okay? Oh, of course. Of course. If if you're doing your job and you bringing home C's and better. C's? You get my snacks and Do the best of your ability. I mean, that you can you bring, bring home A's and B's, bruh, we're going to celebrate every time. And mm -hmm. I'm going to spoil you every time because that's what? A job well done. Yeah. But now you got stuck kids that barely making, first of all, people don't understand how the system has set up these kids to fail. Remember back in the day? The a 60 was failing. Do y'all yeah. remember yep. that when a 60 was yep. failing? Yeah. That's not, not failing now. anymore. Not now. It? It's not failing anymore. 60 so is it? it's um anything below a 60 is failing. So 60 and up 60 is like a D and it's passing. But what they don't and, and some and people are some some of the kids and some of the parents are okay, but what they don't understand, that's not passing at college. No, it ain't. I was about to say, like, what do you college. what do you mean? So you right. So at the high school level, middle school, element, all of that, 60 is passing now, right? So now your child can go through life with a 60, you know, and these kids, <laughs> I've been seeing people with little children with 60s and wearing wearing the newest Jordans and the nicest cell phones and the Mark Jacob bags. And, and I'm like, but your girls look like this. <laughs> mm -hmm. What what can I how can I help you raise your grades? And I'm putting in, I'm putting in the work. You know, I'm putting in the work. Meeting what you're doing, all I can, allowing you to redo Mr. Simons, fail Simons, 
you know, it, it don't mean anything no matter what I'm doing to put in the work that'll help you to understand your education is important. None of that is matter when you can still get a D or E. I mean, I'm sorry, you know, yeah, a D or an F, go home and show your parents that and they still gonna buy you everything right. that you want. Watch this, Blonde. I don't know how long you've been gone, but Letitia tell you, state of Maryland, they don't teach you how to write cursive no more. Oh no, that's, that's they don't teach you down here either. That's US. That's US. And yeah, they don't teach cursive writing. I started teaching my daughter. They don't have Maryland state tests no more. What? They don't have um M um what was it when I was up there? Tag yeah, I, was it? I don't remember what they were, but they were Maryland, like Maryland executive tests or some some okay. crazy stuff. Now I will say this: I'm not necessarily a fan of standardized testing. Um, That's pretty much. I, what I, I will say that. Um, I do appreciate when I was in Virginia. Um, I came out of Fairfax County when I was in middle school, and one of the things that they did with us in the seventh grade, and I'll never forget it. And I think it was one of the smartest things ever. They had us write a uh, final essay. It was a final comprehensive essay. Mm -hmm. um, and literally just to, they sent it off to like different universities and different professors for them to grade. And you had to get like a certain amount of points or whatever, but it wasn't based on necessarily like A, B, C, D, E knowledge. It was just like, Overall understanding. It wasn't necessarily a topic that you learned about. I think we got like several topics that we got to choose from, mm -hmm. but just like a paper, an expressive paper. You either pass or you fail. And it was for the whole grade. Wow. But you had wow. time to write it and you could get with your parents, you could get with a tutor. There was no reason why you should not be able to pass because at the end of the day, you had all the resources available to you. You just said it. Watch this. Everyone has cell phones. 90% of these kids have cell phones. Why are you failing? Hell, you can cheat. Listen, I was just talking to somebody the other day, but is it really cheating or is it using my resources? Is it cheating or is it using my resources? Am I cheating or am I being smart? If I'm around my, if I'm around four people, right? If I'm sitting at a desk and I know I don't know anything, and I'm around four people that make straight A's, why would I not look over and ask you or look at your paper? It's dumb of me to sit up here and look at the paper. Excuse me, now I'm talking crazy. <laughs> but on that note, on that note, look, we got two minutes left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got we got to bring you back on here, uh, Mark, and you got to bring her back on here. Yeah, I, I was just going to say that because we didn't even do the interview. We went all <laughs> the way to the left and just kept going. I don't all know right. what the highway was, but damn, we 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 never we never could find the break to slow down and, and get back to what we were supposed to be doing. So my bad, y'all. Yeah. I got body butter for sale. <laughs> <laughs> Look real quick. How can anyone get in contact with you with your social media? Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. All right. So Facebook, I'm um, Balan Walker. I, it's my name, B as in boy, I-L-A-N as in Nancy. I'll repeat that. B as in boy, I as in India, L as in lamb, A as in alpha, N as in Nancy. Last name is Walker. I hope y'all can spell. Um, on Twitter, I am at Act Music Life. I won't spell that out. It's kind of basic. At 
Act Music Life. And on Instagram, I am She Is Balan. So S H E I S B I L A N. Love. And then you can get to all my other social media, my business stuff through my personal pages. So okay. y'all hit me up, follow me. I'll be back. Sorry about my background. I'm moving too. So um, I'm going to get with you um, and we'll set up a date for February. If you're available, let me know what date because outside of February, I think 10th, the whole month is open because I ain't heard from no one. So no one's got nothing locked in yet. Yeah, you got me. So you pick a date and you let me know and we'll go from there. You got it. All right, sweetheart. Letitia, I am coming to the A. All right. I'm looking for you. I'll be there, honey. I look forward to it. All right. Have look, a good one. Look, I'm going to tell y'all up front right here now, come June. I ain't going to say what number, but it's a magical number. So uh, St. Thomas trip. I'll keep y'all posted. And, I, I, and I'll uh, add y'all to the list and I'll get with my travel agent and we'll see what kind of prices we can come up with. That's a bet. All right, y'all. Bye. Facebook, right, Instagram, Twitter, whatever you're watching us on, this is Be Exposed Radio. We are Skyline Radio Talk Show. If you want to be on a guest, hit me up. Thank you for all the viewers. Thank you for everyone that, that tuned in. We will see you next Friday when we have our special guest, Michelle Davis, on the show. Until then, peace and blessings. Everybody have a blessed and safe, joyful weekend. Peace.